They plan was to knock me out the top of the game But I overstand they truth is all lame I hold cannons that shoot balls of flame Right in they fat mouth then I call my name Nas too real, Nas true king It's however you feel, go ahead you swing Your arms too short to box with God I don't kill soloists, only kill squads Fame went to the head, so now it's fuck Nas Yesterday you begged for a deal, today you tough guys I seen it coming, soon as I popped my first bottle I spotted my enemies, try to do what I do Came in with my style, so I followed you I kept changing on the world since barbecue Now you wanna hang with niggas I hung with? Fuck bitches I hit, it's funny I once said If I ever make a record I take a check and put something away For a rainy day to make my exit But look at me now, ten years deep Since the project, bench with cracks in my socks sleep I never asked to be top of rap's elite Just a ghetto child trying to learn the trap for the streets But look at me now what up? Welcome back to Culture Nouveau, the podcast starring Michael, aka well, Young Quarantine, yeah. uh, featuring Amber on the track. Hey, I'm What's in up? here. What's really good? What's going on with you? Oh, nothing. You know, same old, same old. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go close this door real quick. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so I'll hold it down <laughs> for the next 30 seconds. Um, the quarantine has been taking a toll on us. No, okay, I'm back. I was going to say everybody's kind of said the same thing by saying it's like Groundhog's Day. Have you ever seen the movie Groundhog's Day? Um, a long time oh, ago. Oh, here we go with the shits. That movie's so like from 1992. The... I get the reference because I've seen it a long time ago and I know what the movie's about. You but... want to tell them what your, your your whole angle is when it comes to shit like that? Like movies and shit? Okay, Mike thinks like that I always say, oh, I've seen it in bits and pieces or I've seen it in passing or I've seen it a long time ago, but that's always true. And I can't I'm say like, I never saw the movie. I know, movie. but then when I be like, tell me a piece about that movie, you'd be like, oh, I mean. Whatever, man. Is that the movie that, like, the guy did the thing? Oh, please. Anywho, so yes. Some would say it's like Groundhog's Day. Some would say. It's just um, like being a black man in America Day. You know? Yeah, we'll get there. Right. Um, oh, but, we are. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been kind of the same old, same old working during the day, working out, trying to chill, staying up way too late, losing all concept of time outside of my meetings during the day. Like, time is... I don't even know what time is anymore. Yeah, man. Like, I it doesn't don't, exist. It, I, it just hit me. I'm like, okay, I know when my meetings are during the day, but outside of that, like, my sleep patterns off, like... The time, I only know time because of meetings. It's like yeah. I have a three o'clock, so that's when I'm like, all right, let me look at the clock. But outside of that, it's not like it's like, oh, it's lunchtime or like, I'd just be looking at the clock and it'd be like 5.14. I'd be like, fuck, man. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. You know? I don't know um, anymore. But, um, but fuck it. That's what, the, that's what our life is nowadays. So we got to accept it. It is what it is. Well, I really... <laughs> I'm over this. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm over it in the sense of like the part that I do like. Okay. I like the stillness of everyone. I like that. I like being to myself. So Mm -hmm. I don't mind that part. The part I'm kind of over is like the ability to not do things. Like I'm not able to just walk around and target 
Damn, I know. I'm not able to go to the beach on vacation. I'm not able to... Some people could just say they're not able to work, you know. Okay, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful to have a job, obviously. I think that goes without saying. Oh, my God. I think that man. goes without saying. I, the people, no, are, I know, I know. The people I know. that don't I'm have a job it. still are upset that they can't go on vacation and can't yeah. go to Target, too. And That's true. Unfortunately, you know, I hope those who are not working right now are able to get their unemployment, got their stimulus checks, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, yes, I'm lucky, blessed. I think I, I've said it every week or every time we've recorded, and I think I say it every day. Uh, I feel very lucky and blessed, very blessed to have my job and um, for multiple reasons, one, income, and two, because it keeps me sane. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could be, like, have the worst day, be so busy, be so overwhelmed, and I would take that, I would think, um, because I, I really like, I'm in a place now where I'm really, I think it is this coronavirus thing because the work that I'm doing, you know, um, with my company feels like meaningful and impactful. So I'm enjoying it. And um, I don't know what I would do if I didn't Yeah, to that work. point, to that point, without having a job, I mean, uh, you know, I piggyback off of that to use one of our corporate terms. Um well, that should have been on the bingo thing. What, piggyback off that. of that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So it's like if you're unemployed right now, in the past when you're unemployed, it's kind of like, all right, I got job interviews I'm working on or I'm like applying for jobs. But the reality of the situation is that a lot of companies aren't really hiring. So there's not really that like, I think the breakthroughs are, are more or less and less likely to be, be shown because of a lot of companies are hiring. You know, and, and sometimes I'll say I'm me, but... Even me, for example, if I was unemployed, I could reach out to so-and-so because I know that so-and-so is hiring maybe or like, you know, things like that. Well, for the most part, unless you're working in like a grocery store or, or something yeah. some along those lines, you can't really get a job. So, but it'll pass. The season will pass, man, like it always does. So just keep your faith. Not to get off track and try to go down that road, but to, to your point, Target, the beach, you know, essential places that we need to be at, which I'm not trying to be funny. I need to be on somebody's beach I'm, yesterday. For me, it t- all ties into your mental health, though. Like, if you're used to doing certain things and you're not able to have that outlet, it's hard. So it's not like, oh, something so trivial like as walking in Target. But I l- enjoy going to Target and just walking around and looking at stuff, oh, smelling candles, like just window shopping or buying shit that I don't really need to be buying. You right, know, right. Um, same thing with going to the beach, which I think everybody could relate to for the most part. Um, it's a getaway. It's a way to clear your mind. And I think being taken out of our routine um, is difficult. It's just difficult. It, there's layers to it. It's being taken out of your routine. It's being confined to your home. It's a lot of things. And I think I say this every week, even in our worst days, I think we've been handling it pretty well. Yeah. Honestly, to be locked down for what are we on now? Fuck, Almost man. eight weeks. It's like eight, two eight months. Weeks? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I think... It's crazy. I mean, I, 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 people who are not going through it um, as easily, like, you, you're really in my thoughts. Really, I'm, I say that seriously because it's got to be hard for a lot of people. Either people who it's are hard for me. Or people who are in terrible yeah, relationships. Yeah. It's or tough, people man. Who, like, it's, it's got to be tough. It got to be tough. And going through this, man... Unfortunately, a lot of people aren't going to come out normal through after this. How? We're going to be fucked up, man. 
Because no. you're going to have your, your guard up a lot of time because you're going to fear that the worst is going to happen, always happen. And if you're in a bad relationship, it's going to be tough. I will say, though, if you're single, once it's quarantine ends, your pussy's going to, your pussy rate's going to go up because everybody's going to be ready to fucking bust it. Like, oh, that's all everybody's talking about. They can't wait. You know how much, I mean, as a single guy, how much free coochie would be out there? Yeah. Especially in New York. But then in turn, it's going to make it, the virus <laughs> peak back up. So There's people who are still trying to get around it and make a point. What are they doing? What are people doing? What are you hearing? Meeting up to see each other, to have sex. I mean... And then getting the coronavirus. It's like big yikes. But you got to understand, if you're sexually active and you don't have a relationship... I get it. Man, Oh, I and, get like, it. And, like, I, sex. Like, sex is, like, important. Oh, thankful. Another thing to be thankful for. Like, we are blessed. That's all I have. Ah, I am just trying to pull back the curtain and be inappropriate. Nah. We're all adults here. I mean, she's pregnant, guys, so, I mean... Stop saying that, yo. Why? Because I'm like, not. You're, you're, like, 18 months pregnant at this point. I so, know. Clearly. Um, nah, I'm not pregnant. So... Trying to? No, I'm playing. I'm um, trying to do what we've been doing, which is get abstinence. in shape. No. Get in shape. You know what I'm saying? That's my focus right now. You so. sound like a politician, nigga. Why? It's um, true. We're, we've been working out... Hard as shit. Damn near every day. <laughs> yeah, hard as shit, bro. That shit's been taking a toll. A positive toll. It's I've not like it's bad. I've never worked out so hard, I don't think. I know. I'm it's glad. different, I would say. It's different. And every... It's just different, man. We ain't gonna talk about it like we did last week, but it's, it's different. And I, I really appreciate it. And I'm glad that we were, we're doing it together. So, Aww. to that, let's take a shot. Um, we have a sponsorship back. It's been kind of a rough <laughs> ride for us the last year or so. The last six months, I would say, we did have a few sponsors... Um, but one of our old sponsors came back and, um, you know, they felt like during this quarantine that they needed to get their product out there um, because, you know, this is the perfect time to promote alcohol. So shout out to Hennessy. I think it's called Hen- Hennessy. Very so special stupid. cognac. Um, we appreciate your love and sponsorship. Appreciate the one bottle you said that you cheap bastards. Cheers to them. Cheers. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm back now. You're about to get a good performance tonight, guys. I'm taking my shirt off. Oh, wow. Okay. And, oh, I'm taking it back. It's throwback Thursday. Good. It's a good time to do it since we're about to get into some nonsense. Um, oh, All right. So, I'd rather just start Hold on, hold show. on. Before you get to that, I just want to thank uh, you for having Twitter and Black Twitter for continuing to remain happy or to, to remain funny as shit. I don't have a Twitter, so I would, like I said before, I always use Amber's or go on her. I look at it with her. I don't go on her Twitter. Um, and y'all just keep the laughs coming, man. So I really appreciate that. It shows how creative we are, man. It ain't just black people. Just people are so creative nowadays, and just it's just funny, man. But mostly us. Yeah, but um. But mostly us. I like leaning towards the other races. Yeah. Not uh, not at this time. Color people. All right, so we talked a little bit last week about what the hell is going on in Georgia. And um, it's just every every other day, it's something. So first, it's Georgia's opening back up um, to a certain degree. So you got the barbershops, um, the hair salons, nail salons, bowling alleys, movie theaters. I would love to know who's going to the movies, yeah, by the bro, way. Yeah, bro, that's just trash. That's weird. Um, Matter of fact, we need to cancel our shit. I hope they ain't charging us. We already did, I thought. 
They canceled it automatically, but I don't know if they picked it back up since they're considered open again. Oh, hell no. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, the movie theater is probably like the nastiest place that you can... There's no way they can clean that enough for it to be not risky to just it's sit just there nasty. for two it, it's hours nasty by, as it is. As it That's is. what I'm saying. So I don't understand why you would go there. Okay. Um... And then the other place I was going to say is... Uh, oh, the malls now. Tattoo shops. Which is in tattoo shops. Um, My nigga Tino been working though, man. I wish he did house appointments. But not that no, I wish he did. No, actually, because he's still seeing a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Anyway, so these are the places that are open. And everybody's like, wow, like Georgia's Wallen, this, 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 and that. And they are. The next thing with Georgia is... Okay, since... Even though they have all these places open, somehow the Department of Driver Services is closed <laughs> still. All right. And okay. which, how does that make sense? It really doesn't make sense. It's like we're going to open up all these things, but somehow driver <laughs> Department of Driver Services is not as important as the hair salon. Gotcha. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. So because Department of Driver Services is not open, they are giving everyone who has a driver's permit okay i like how this is the first the first topic we're talking about but go ahead no no this is because this this is where we're going this is not even about me because i'm moving on from it but um they are giving everybody who has a learner's permit their driver's license without a road test because nobody (laughs) can administer the road test um so here goes your driver's license so y'all already know what i did I got my driver's license. <laughs> I'll never have to take a road test. I'm so happy. So that's that. So, you know, George's Wallen, I would, it obviously makes me concerned to get on the road because now there's a bunch of people. There's just like no who never took a, rules, There's no rules right now. So that's a, a, a example of where George's Wallen, but it like worked in my favor. All right. The next thing, which is very serious and very sad and I don't remember where in Georgia it Brunswick, was. Georgia. Brunswick, okay. Along the coast. All right. So, oh, is that where it is? Yeah. On the Okay, by the water. Um, so, in Brunswick, Georgia, there was a black man, Ahmad. I don't want to butcher his name. So, I'm going to make sure. I think it's Arbery. Arbery. Arbery, I think it is. Arbery. Arbery. Black man, this fucking owl's back, guys. The owl that sits outside is back, and he be Ahmad Arbery. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we had it right. So yes, uh, black man Ahmad Arbery was jogging, jogging, literally jogging down the street, and was murdered by two white men. And you can get a little more into the story because I think you're more first on it than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. I think like a week or two ago, I don't know if it was maybe like a week ago, the story came out that a, it said a black man was shot and killed by two white men as he was running through the neighborhood. The white people thought he was a burglar suspect or whatever the case may be. Um, and no charges were filed because of whatever. Right. So there was no visual evidence of the crime. So like typically, like unless we see a visual of it, we really don't feel the impact of what happened. I know you haven't got, took, took a look at the video yet, but seeing the video yesterday and then hearing what they said, 
it, it just makes it even worse that this man was pretty much just hunted down. It just shows the guy running down the street. The niggas are already, the white people were already in front of him in a pickup truck. He tries to walk, run around them, and there's a tussle, and a shot goes off. And then another shot goes off, and they're standing in the pickup truck. One dude's in a pickup truck holding his gun. So he, they hunted him. They hunted him, and then it's just a sad scene. And then you see him take that second shot and stumble off and then just faint as he's trying to run away. Very hard to, very hard to look at. Um, and it's just another... You know, another situation of us being targeted and hunted and getting away with or them getting away with some kind of murder. I pray. I pray. I pray for this. And I, I know I would say this all the time. I pray for the sake of just humanity that these people get arrested and put in jail for murder. It's not going to be first degree murder. It should be. But we're, I think they'll probably end up with like a manslaughter or second degree murder. Know. Because of the law that's in well, place. Well, with, with the law that's in place, but it's kind of like a. The lawyers, I would say, we watch enough. I watch enough fucking crime shows that the lawyer for the defense, the white dudes, will be like, "Well, there was a tussle, and the black guy caused them to like shoot the gun." But why did they go after him? Well, that's going to be the prosecution's argument. Like, why would you go after him? So, yeah, it, it's um, and it's kind of hard whenever the district attorney comes out and doesn't charge them at first and, and he says back. well he says to them that well we ain't charging them because everything they did is within their legal right which is crazy which is crazy so that's the issue that we're going to run into that's why i say second degree because it's going to be one of them things where the prosecutor's going to be like all right if i try to go with first degree murder i'm more likely not going to get it let me offer them second degree you know what i mean it's so. great so this whole thing is really upsetting it's triggering and um i'm sick and tired of it honestly i see everybody sharing it i'm happy to see that sharing the story not the video i'm, I'm happy to see that um it i see everybody kind of just like listen if you're not with us you're against us at this point and um can I'm, i interject with this because it annoys me with this shit it's like we're sharing it we're talking about it but like the same shit happened we talked about this numerous times on this podcast yeah and like a year ago, two years ago, we were talking about the different cases of Trayvon or whatever the case may be. And celebrities are up in arms and they're saying all this shit. And then it dies down, right? And That's then, the and society then it, we live in. I know, but it dies down and then they start doing these fucking TikTok challenges and other shit. And yep. it's just like, when is the consistency? Like, So people like Sean King or like the Farrah Gray guy you may see all the time. Those people want to be on social media I always be saying black shit. We may get annoyed with it, but at least they're consistently bringing it up and bringing it to light. So, um, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, it from a human perspective, just like a basic human perspective, it's like everybody is so distracted. Everybody has their own life to live, and it's selfish. I mean, there's a selfishness, right? Uh -huh. So, I don't think it's for lack of concern. I think it's um, we are we live in a distracted society. We live in a situation where people are just like kind of for self yep and um that's just the reality and i think um i don't know at this point it's just like what is it really gonna take you know um but i will i agree with you i hope that they get charged for the sake of society for the sake of humanity because you know people have been getting away with this stuff for way too long um, and it's disheartening. It's like at the end of the day, it's not meant to, the law is not for us. 
it's not meant to protect us. And you continuously see that. And you right. see the evidence of that more and more and more. So it's really, really sad. Like, you know, I feel for his family. It's just interesting because it happened like three months ago or something. That's what always and happens. so it's just like, wow, like... I mean, certain cases, you see it instantaneously, like Eric Garner, um, Trayvon, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, this comes out right away, Mike Brown. Um, But this particular case, like for it to have happened, nothing happened, and now that there's video evidence is really, really interesting. And that's where, like, I think video is so important. And I'm, I'm torn between... Not torn between how I feel about video. I think it's pretty straightforward. I think video evidence is key and so important in terms of the court, right? And in the law. But I I'm really feel a way about how it's only us that gets circulated through social media and our bodies. Like if I'm in my last moments, like do you know how like tragic that is? Like for that to be my last moment, circulated for the whole world to see. You know what I mean? And it's hard. And I, I think we're so desensitized to it now. So for me, I'm not like a per like I'm sensitive, first of all. And I feel like, you know, you have to protect your energy and the things that you consume. And that's difficult for me because I don't know if I would want like my dad, you know what I'm saying? Or my brother or you to have their last moments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just circulated for the world to see. It's just another black body that was murdered in the streets. Their bodies are never shown that way. They, they are always, we're never, we never are able to hold our dignity. And this is not the days of Emmett Till where his mother left the casket open so they could see what was done. We already know what's been done a thousand times over. Like it doesn't prove anything. Like y'all see in the video doesn't show anything different. Like it's not any more shocking. We're like, okay, another case. Mm-hmm. We've seen it all already. Yep. So I would really like that. That's the only thing I would say for the sake of the family, for the sake of the person and how they probably want to be remembered. It's just like, I feel like there's just a lack of like, um, respect for the family and the dignity of the person when those videos start circulating around. Like we're not in the court. There's nothing we could do with that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, I'm torn about the video thing. I feel like I'm happy it exists because if it didn't exist, then this case would not even be spoken of right now. Right? I mean, I'm but happy the circulation it of it, um, that just goes to our, our viral um society and people just But it just goes to show like that like it's like all right. You have I have an issue, not this case alone, but the dude is black or white. It's like if you say somebody if they the white people told their story literally and it kind of was like it matches up to what happened, but how is it that it's okay for them to say they, they did it that way and you accept it without investigating it further? But then when you see a video, you want to consider investigate it because we're in the south and these are white southern people who and they got pictures no of that evidence. nigga, they got pictures of the, of the dad with Governor Kemp wearing a Trump hat saying Allah is evil, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like, yeah. he's that kind of stuff. Man. So, I I think when... So, we're not in Atlanta now, right? We're talking about... No, nah, bro. Outside of Atlanta, Georgia. You're mm. talking about the rest of Georgia. This... Listen. A lot of this country, whether it's the South, the Midwest, even places up North, is racist. Period. You live in an urban city. If you live in a city, you're not going to experience as much racism. But any city you live in, whether it's New York City, Boston, 
which is racist. Every major city in America, if you leave outside That's of downtown, scary. five minutes outside of downtown, you're experiencing racism. Yeah. And Period. so that being said, it's like the laws, again, were not made to protect us. They're going to sweep shit under the rug. Mm -hmm. If there's no video evidence, you're like, good, I'm good. Like, we, cool. This is why we created these laws, these stand your ground, all these ways to justify the hunting and murder of the black The stand people. your ground laws You're states covered. are usually in the red states because of the Second Amendment. So it's just like the right to bear arms is usually heavy. The NRA is heavy in those red states. So, yeah. And not, I mean, everybody has, is, can be in the NRA, but it's just like it's a good old boys network. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? absolutely. So, so that goes back to that. But it's all ties in the same. Politics, yeah. the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. Then it's like, all right, if I have guns, then I should be allowed to like stand my ground. So people that are gun enthusiasts are pushing for those kind of laws and bills to be passed in their states so that they can have guns and use them whenever they fucking want to. It's pretty much what it is. It's kind of like just like a law to protect you from having a gun on your property. And if somebody comes near your property, you can kill them. Listen... Ultimately, imagine if they had stay in your ground laws in New York City. Oh my god, how many people would die? It's crazy. I mean, ultimately, what I could say is <coughs> this is this case. Sorry, guys, I, got I do feel like we're chill. I do feel like we are desensitized. I feel a little bit desensitized mm -hmm. because I, I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. And so you want things to change, but it's just like, let's live in reality here. Like, you know, people talk about, you know, this country, this country like was founded on slavery. I mean, like the people who founded this country thought had slaves and they thought slavery was okay. And they thought that for like a hundred years afterward, you yeah. know? And so it's, I don't know. It's just like, I live in reality and I don't live in like this fairy tale world where I feel like, you know, everybody's gonna be equal, this, this, and that. I feel like we came to this country less than, less than human, and we worked our way to human, I guess. But look at us still getting murdered in the streets in 2020. So I don't know. I'm just, you know. Yeah. It's 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 just sad. But I I pray for justice for his family. That would that would light me up, man. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I'm killing some. I'm telling you now, if something happens I, to my child, I'm. I don't care. I'm like, like you know, that's my wife. I'm killing or I'm killing somebody. I don't know what I would do if it was you jogging. Like I like. I want you to kill somebody. That's what. That's <laughs> Fuck the, that. And that's what you know I'm what saying. Mean? It's just like I think in each one of these cases, you can relate in some way. I think if with Trayvon, it's like if you had a son around that age or you had a. Um, cousin around that age or you remember yourself at that age you're like damn like that could have really been me um but i think it back to like my interactions as a teenager and like some of the knucklehead shit like trayvon was like every black kid in america every, bro. every black kid he wasn't worse than any or, or you know better than any we're all the same we all do dumb kid. shit we all have fun the amount of interactions i had with police growing up like by just doing dumb shit, whether it's throwing rocks at cars or um, shooting pellet guns at people's houses and shit, and the cops chasing us and shit, we t we had fun with the cops chasing us, right? When you look back on it and you see what happens nowadays, they could have shot me, yeah, and killed me, yeah. And luckily, you're from a small town, and but this st this stuff be happening in the small towns too, yeah. small jurisdictions. Yep. You so know, Mike I Brown. Don't... It's crazy. It's and there's like. 
in these towns, there's always big divides, mm-hmm. like your neighborhood, your neighborhood, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, with Trayvon, you can see Trayvon in, in, in this case is similar in the sense that like n- none of the uh, assailants were law enforcement, too. You know, so it's just like it's not even a cop. It's fucking this guy who goes when, when you see the man. visual, Amber, like I, I don't know. But I'm saying like the visual. I promise you when I, I, I don't always say, let's see. Look at this, Amber, because I want to see what you see. Think of it. But like the visual is more indicative of Jim Crow South as opposed to 2020 South. It's niggas in a pickup truck mm-hmm. wearing a hat holding his rifle. Yeah. You know I don't what I'm know saying? that it's so, different. I can't. I can't. It's not I'm different, not but I'm here. just saying it's indicative of like what you you would think you're in 1950s. And I think a lot of the places in the South today, 2020, are still that way. I have an issue. All right, hold on one second, y'all. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. So my issue is this: I'm tired of living in the South, and every time I go to a restaurant. All the servers are black. All this, all the cooks, all the chefs are black. All the service workers are black, and it's always like, <laughs> all right. That's what it. Is. I mean, look. I know. I just don't. I just. I, it makes it reminds me where I'm at, though. Of course, and like, you, it goes back to like the Paula Dean thing. Like that's what they think is like how it's supposed to be. It's just like this is normal. This is the good old days. Make America great again. But my issue is more along with the black folks that think. That that's okay and they do that work but it's a kind of like a systematic like mentality that they don't know no better but see that's where i'm just like it's hard because it's like what's wrong with working in a restaurant what's what wrong with working a regular job i don't like when they gonna be saying like yes ma'am the white ladies fuck that like yes yeah, sue like say that shit fuck out of here man it's i mean be, and you that's me the thing the south is it's, this is different of, manners which i do like and i think you know yes sir yes ma'am is just a big thing period i learned manners moving down to atlanta to be honest with you like i like living up in pa i was just like you never say yes sir yes ma'am my my mom would like make me she'd be like say yes ma'am or say thank you i'd be like thank you so and so but i as i got older i would say thank you but now living down here like remember when i went to new york and i was being nice to everybody and like doing like regular gentleman shit and they were like yo this nigga's mad nice and polite he's a good guy i'm I'm like what? I'm just like holding the door open for you type shit. Yeah. It's like those are the good perks, but it's not to cut you off, but that's Yeah, no, I know. know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're but saying. But that's how I bagged you though. I was mad gentleman, like You were cool. No, you weren't like acting like some southern person. You were just like regular, like don't first of all, we're not gonna do this whole <laughs> thing about New York like niggas and no, people talk- don't have manners and stuff like that. Come on, Amber. Let's be real. I'm not, I'm not trying to go down that path, but do like Come on, man. Come on. Like, be realistic. Like, no, I know niggas be ignorant, but so do they be ignorant down here. Like, what they're, do you mean? no, they're ignorant down here. Like, very ignorant. But like, it'd be like niggas that are good dudes in New York that be like mad that don't have manners type shit. No, I know a lot of dudes with manners. I didn't look at you like, oh my god, he's from the south. He he lives in the south. Like, I didn't associate the two. I thought you were yeah, just raised right. I don't dress like these niggas. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I said, we're going. I said off, it. I don't care. We're going a little off topic now. So just to close this out, though, I really do um, pray for justice um, for his family. Um, we just saw another case yeah, in Sean Reed man yeah all right so I watched that video last night in my bed and I was just like this is a weird video the, the headline was like dude gets shot by police running from the cops so I thought this nigga was tripping but he was live streaming it on Facebook live 
So he's on live, like he was in a uh, a getaway car, fleeing this or whatever. He stole a car, talking shit like, "Oh, they about to try to catch me. They can't catch me. Fuck these motherfuckers." You know, just talking shit. He said, "That's on baby, whatever." Like talking about little baby and type shit, right? What? It's not funny. Yeah, he's like talking like, like a nigga, just talking shit. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm about to park this motherfucker and get out and run." Gets out the car with his phone was still streaming. He got music playing on his phone, so you know if you're like, if you can talk, but music is still playing on your phone. He gets out and just starts running. It's like you can't really see much. It's just like the phone, whatever, whatever. Then you hear somebody like, oh, stop, stop, stop. Then you hear like the taser gun go off. Like, you know what that sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. Then you, you hear that. Then you hear like fucking like a hell of gunshots. Like, like at least 20 gunshots, it sounded like. And um, they killed that nigga. And then as it came out today, and I heard it, but I was like, nah, he didn't. I didn't think, put two and two together. I'm like, what the fuck? black cop came over and was like, they're going to need a closed casket for you, homie, or something along those lines. So that was disturbing in itself. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's just like the mentality is to kill. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like for for these cops, you know, their mentality is just to harm and and kill and by any means necessary segue in that into what's going on in New York with the cops beating up everybody. Like, that shit is crazy to me. There was a video from people in Jersey City, it happened um, from yesterday. They're breaking up a fight or something along in the streets, and a cop is caught on video beating up somebody. They're like, like, beating them motherfuckers up, bro. They're beating them. like, I don't understand. Just arrest them and keep it pushing. Like, if anything, like, I don't. It's, it's a time right now where I feel like a message has been put out there it has to because it's very consistent where it's just like do whatever you it's need the mayor yeah. the blasio you bum ass nigga i don't care if you got a black wife or not but you're in charge of these people and you're telling them you're telling one pp shout to olivia benson you're telling one pp to what does one pp stand for the one police precinct nigga like plaza, plaza same thing that's where they cops that's where they congregate <laughs> but uh <laughs> but the messages come from up top that listen we got to enforce this social distance and shit, right? So the cops who are like going around, A, not wearing masks themselves, are going around beating up niggas that aren't quote unquote socially distancing. Meanwhile, you got a lot of white people hanging out in the village at a park somewhere or in Central Park, not social dis- distancing, and you guys ain't doing shit about that. It's it's Francisco Garcia is the name of the cop that beat up that dude in Brooklyn that got his badge taken from him. Mm. So do what you want with that information. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yo, yeah. That- Yo, Damo, handle that for us, man. You are a New York correspondent. Handle that shit, man. Oh, my God. All right. Moving Fuck. on. This is, you know, it's sad. It's disturbing. I got to make light of it because I can't get mad tonight. I'm not going to get this I'm shit not, no, mad, I'm, bro. I'm pissed. But it pisses I'm me pissed, off, but I don't want it to, like, affect... That's why we're moving on. How I yeah. talk on the podcast. We gotta move on, man. Um, okay. Hard left turn into some lighthearted stuff. So, as you guys know, we talk about this every time we're on the podcast. There's battle after battle after oh battle God. that's happening. Um, the, I don't know if it's a company or what, but versus. Oh, versus. <laughs> Who, um, is, that's Swiss Beats and Timbaland. They kind of run this battle thing now, apparently. There was supposed to be, I guess it wasn't a battle. It was a, um, like a friendly, you know, let's play songs together. 
um, thing with uh, Three Six Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony. And the day of, it was, I think, like the moment of, really. Yeah, right because, before it started, right when it started. Yeah. I ain't um, heard first. Off. All right, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, finish, finish. It, was, it was postponed, quote unquote, because Versus picked it up. I haven't heard a thing about it. Me neither, man. Since. And I wonder if they got bullied into not doing it, which is unbelievable. I couldn't believe that. I wouldn't be able to believe that. But clearly, we I haven't heard it. anything about it since. And they're like, okay, it's going to be rescheduled. The new date and time will come out. Never heard anything. And maybe it'll um, come out this weekend. But with that said, there is finally a battle with women. Finally. And it is an R&B battle between, or Neo Soul, should I say, battle between Erica Badu and Jill Scott. So, I'm going to ask you. Erica you... Badu. Okay. Landslide. Landslide? Jill Scott is amazing. Jill Scott is amazing, but she don't have as many um, hits. Like, cause I mean, everybody don't have hits, hits, but she don't she have is, as many. Yeah. She don't have as many fucking like just bops as like Erica like, does, man. Like, like listening to some of Erica's songs like over the last week or so. Like she don't. Fire. Erica brings that vibe, bro. She's a vibe. Like Jill Scott is a vibe in her own right. Yes. Oh, she's I love you. I love you. But Erica, like people forget. She birthed all these scissors. She birthed all these artists that are like earthy and like artsy and shit like that, man. That's Andre Three Stacks' baby mom, man. The all right. Fuck? I would say I, from Jill Scott's first album, three of her four singles are like big. Great. Go. Within the community. Getting in the way. Yep. A long walk. And uh, The Way. The Way, yep. Okay. Those are, those are certified A1 hits. And then... Um, Golden. Okay, that's jumping a little ahead. And then, of course, He Loves Me, right? So those, I would say, from her album, three singles, four um, total tracks that, like... Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, the next album... uh, I had this album, actually. Um, Golden. The Jill Print 2? No. He's so stupid. Beautifully human. But yes, uh, Golden. That's where we Golden. That's where it is. It ends. There was nothing else nah, after that. Cross My Mind. That's a big song. You just run and cross my mind. That's, that's a, a, no, that's a big that's song, a, but that ain't, that ain't, a, that ain't it. Okay, a so then. That's going to be one of her songs. Yeah. Okay, so right. we're five. I'm not doing this with you right now. I'm just trying to like you DJ know. Paul has a live mix at nine on, on, on his on a Mother's Day edition on his fucking stream. And he's showing love to Gangsta Boo in the chat. I, I'm going to show some love to that because I, I appreciate this woman. I also show some love to Jill Scott and uh, Erica Badu. I got to watch that. So, you know. Yeah, you're right, though. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying, I wasn't trying to say you were wrong. I was just trying to remind everybody of what Jill Scott is working oh, with. I got I got But Erica Badu, I mean, off the top, I mean, you got Tyrone, you got Next Lifetime, you mm-hmm. got. Um, didn't you know? Didn't you didn't know? Didn't you know? You got um Bag Lady. Bag Lady. You um, got what the shit we saw yesterday, the video we Next saw. Next lifetime. Next lifetime. No, yeah. but was the one um with Andre? Yes. What you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a vibe on, on Saturday for sure. But um Jill about the Erica, Erica got band, some... She's gonna be on our Telly Rally shit though. 
I hope she's not doing the most. She's seen what's been going on. But she be she doing that. She was charging niggas money to watch her band perform like these these songs and shit. Oh my god! I, I just hope she doesn't do the you most because we be don't care. Mess, bro. The, people I, are gonna be fed up. I got a controversial one for you, and mm-hmm. I saw it today. Oh, I know what you're you gonna saw say. It? I wrote it down. Ten, ten pack. Ten pack. That's see. That's where. That's where you run into some difficulty, my friend. 20-pack is clear, 20 clear pack winner. 20-pack is, yeah. All right, bro, all right. But Jay, like, yeah, Jay-Z versus DMX. 20-pack is definitely... Because X ain't had a fucking single since 2005, bro. But the 10-pack? Ten ten, he's beating Hove in a 10-pack. I don't think... I, no, 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 no. You're saying it like... It's like automatic, but you got to pick... You're picking 10 of Jay-Z's best joints. Too. I'll pick 10 of X's. I'll do X. You do Jay-Z. We're going to do that. All right. It I, would have to be a 10. Anything else would be unfair. Yeah. Because Jay-Z would obviously win. Um, I love DMX. I love DMX. So, Did Jay-Z have a song bigger than... Um, Party Up? Rough Riders Anthem? I would say Party Up is probably DMX's biggest But see, all right. I'm not... No, because I know what you're going to do. What do you mean? What am I gonna the do? The same thing you did to me with that JD battle, bro. When I what played am I fucking do? uh, when I played um, what I play, we ain't talk about that, did we? No, we have so much that we well, haven't let the people in on. All right, so me and Amber did a Jermaine Dupri versus um Diddy battle as far as like production, writing, whatever. Just twenty versus twenty, right? Equal. You could say it was equal for the most part. Um, and when they're the biggie bag, and it kind of was a cheat code, to be honest with you. Nah, we're not doing this because I strategically um, picked all right, certain all right, songs. All right, cool, cool, make, cool. See? No, it's cool because you could have played. I couldn't have argued with you. Like there okay. were songs that I was like, nah, this is bigger, this is better. But you play biggie, and I'm rapping to the whole fucking song, and it's not fair. So I was playing songs like "Welcome to Atlanta," right? And we got into a debate about it because. What'd you play? I forget what you played against it. I forget. Regardless of what you played against it, it was like... No, before that, I played uh, Jagged Edge and Nelly's uh, Where the Party At. Yeah. And you were like, nah. You said, I forget what your argument was. But, but you, you were, agreed with everything. I, I did because, but at the same token, it was more along the lines of, okay, what is a better or bigger song? You were more like, it's not a better song. I mean, it's like, all right. But welcome to or where the party at is like a big ass fucking song. You hear that shit to this day on commercials. I can't think of what I put against it, so I don't feel like. Right, but if I play party up, that falls in that same realm as. I wasn't even arguing. I was just saying, what's his biggest song? That's it. But you tried to tell me Welcome to Atlanta wasn't a big song, bro. It wasn't a a great song. It wasn't a great song. You're a liar. You said it wasn't a great song. I never said that. What'd you say? I said, I love that song. Didn't I say, now play the remix? Don't do this. Yeah, you did. But what was it against that you said? I just said it's not beating whatever I played. That's it. You're putting I know, you but all this no, extra, no, uh, sauce no. Get off of me. Get off me. Stop not, hitting me. Stop I, hitting me. Look, he's a liar. I'm not even touching but you. But the thing was is that I was offended oh during that. Hold up. Hear me out. Hear me out. I was. I was. I felt the way because I felt like the songs were so poppy. They are being penalized for being such no, pop songs. No, no, not welcome. Especially not welcome to Atlanta. I love that song. So that's. Oh, it went against. I think a Biggie song maybe. I don't know what it went against, but there's no, no, no. Everything you're saying is not valid and it's not true. You can't come on here saying stuff that's not true. That's not true. It's not true. And about Party Up, all I was saying, you said Rough Riders Anthem. I'm like, no, I think Party Up is his biggest song. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about what it would go against. Would you agree that Party Up is probably DMX's biggest song? Pop song. 
song. You Nigga, have one catalog. But if I play that song against something Jay Z plays, you're not going to pick it. But I'm not talking about that. I'm just ask the answer. It's the his biggest Billboard song. Yes. Yeah. It's his biggest song. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's it. That there's no argument. I'm not trying to use that to make a point. I'm just asking the question. You know what's gonna be interesting song? when we do that and I play um oh my and you God. go first. You Hold up, lost me. Then leave me. Then <laughs> leave. Get, like you break out. up with me. I'm out. Um, we've been we've been engaged for seven years. Fuck y'all. Um, who said that? Nobody. But I'm just talking shit. No. You um, if I play um um fuck, what is a DMX song? Um, how it's going down after a hove song. That is much bigger. I want to see what you pick. That's fine. All right. If I play how's it, if you play how's it how's it going down, which is one of my favorite songs. Period. Song cry against Allure. What are you picking? Allure. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So it depends. What song about to song? What it, how's going be. down versus song cry? For me, how's it going? All right, I appreciate. I respect that. I respect that. That's all, like you keep trying to make it seem like we're not on the same side here, which is fine. I'm not your Amber. Enemy. You make me sick. I am not your enemy. So you leave me, me then. All right, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to jump ahead. I know you had a list. I'm sorry. Uh no, so we covered that piece of it. But yeah, back to Joe Scott and Erica Badu. It's gonna be fire. Um, hopefully, shout out to Malika. I got some. Um, I got like a diffuser with some. Um, essential oils, so it's gonna be like vibing here. I don't think it's gonna come by the time that comes, but that would be the vibe that you, I would say. All right, and I'm very hopeful this is a good vibe because it has the makers of being a very chill oh, no, vibe. I, I'm not hopeful at but all. But here's the th you know, you know what's gonna happen. Battle after bro. battle has been ruined. Already, you know what's gonna happen. So there's gonna be technical difficulties, or Erica Badu's just gonna start acting crazy, and Jill Scott's not far off either. She be she's crazy, time. bro. The two of them. So I don't know. I I don't know. But if it goes how I want it to go. It's going to be a fucking vibe. It's going to be great. I mean, it is going to be... I want dim lights. I'm about to eat edible. I'm going to put a head wrap on, okay? I'm going to just be in my essence. All right. All right? Cool. So, it, but it'll be dope. It's going to be dope. I'm glad they have women. They should have more women's songwriting, all of that. I don't... You know. Mm -hmm. But um, anywho. Yeah. What did I have next? What did I have next? I still think we need. Uh, know, we have okay. So I wrote down from last time that we were supposed to do JD versus Puffy, which we did. Mm -hmm. We are supposed to do Thug versus Travis. Mm -hmm. Okay, Rihanna versus Beyonce, Jay Z singles versus non singles, mm -hmm. and I want to do the versus DMX ten. I want to do a producer battle with the runners versus. I don't know. You could pick like a a mustard. You could pick anybody. See, I wouldn't have to know. I would be the runners. I'll play the songs, and you would you would hear them, and you'd be like, okay, like that's. I would trust you to give me. They play like they made like I'm so hood. Okay, money on my mind. You would. I, I don't even need you to tell Hustler. me. Just give me who you think would be a solid competition. All right, let me go from there. The runner versus Southside needs to get against a battle against somebody, man. I know, no no, I know nobody, nobody cares set about me up it. For failure either. No, I'm not. Okay. I'll do the battle myself. No. It'll be fun. My fucking body hurts. This workout got me hurting, man. All right. Next my up. My back hurt, nigga. That was pretty much all I had. Um, the last thing was what's going on in television. 
Um, I think we spoke about it last time, but you know, we're watching The Last Dance. It's been amazing. Amazing. I don't even want it to end. It'll end eventually, but it's been something to really look forward to um, every week, mm -hmm. and everybody loves it. And you really get this insight into Michael Jordan that wasn't there before. No, and, and I'll be honest, like, I mean, everybody knows this. We're all around the same age. I was young when Michael Jordan was out, so I wouldn't know, like, the inside, like, media, like, behind the superstar type of stuff. I don't, I wasn't reading tabloids or anything at a young age, but I still don't feel like you saw that of Michael Jordan. No, you didn't hear about it. Like, the, the, video, the episode we watched on Sunday when they were talking about that last season in 1993 was whenever he was facing all that criticism and like he was I remember I don't remember the, all the details of it but I remember like at that time watching Sports Center a lot and they always talking about like the press was always talking about negative about Mike Jordan as a as a 9-year-old 10-year-old kid I I didn't know what they were talking about but I knew it wasn't like this typical like oh be like Mike and he's he's a god amongst mortals you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying I knew it was something was up to so watching it behind the scenes and seeing how it was taking a toll on him I see why that nigga retired yeah. the first time. Yeah. Not to mention, right after that season, and they'll probably talk about it, that's when his dad got murdered. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Sure so will. I bet you he was already tired, and then once his dad got murdered, it was probably like, nah, fam, like, I'll pass. That's crazy that that happened. What though. happened to his dad? Some nigga shot him. He got shot. Killed Rob for his like, car or something. That's crazy. It's just crazy because I think it's common knowledge. Mm -hmm. But as an adult, and like when you look back at it, and like knowing like the biggest superstar, period, like superstar athlete, superstar, period, went through something like that. It's just mm -hmm. like kind of crazy. I think everybody goes through something. So, yeah. But man. yeah, so we're watching The Last Dance. We're still watching Insecure. Actually, I got to give Insecure credit. The last two episodes have picked up a little bit, and I got to give it the credit it deserves. It's more like in-depth, and it's not as just surface level. Um, they've, they've drawn back on the sex scenes. So everything we criticize about it, I think they, they, they listen to us, bro. Yo, I think, I think they know. Yeah, they um, listen to it. I was like, yo, there's too many sex scenes. I'm tired of seeing like, Issa get these weak, weak ass back shots. Like she ain't got no fucking meat back there, cause no, yo. First of all, look at that. Yeah, neither of us are prudes, but sometimes it seems like too forced. It's just like, all right, everybody mm -hmm. has sex. Like we get it. We don't need the ins and outs. But that aside, I really liked the episode. I don't think it was the last episode. I think it was the one before where you saw their families. The that's, that's, it's shit that like that. Yeah. I actually really love Issa's brother's character because he just like keeps it real. He's cool. He's always like him and his... It's like a brother-sister type relationship and you could see their bond. Like you see who Issa is with somebody that she know, like who is like her family versus like a friend versus like a Molly and stuff. And obviously... I do see where they are showing the decline in Molly and Issa's relationship. It was getting on my nerves at first, but I think it is important to see that breakdown in a friendship because breaking up a friendship is just as hurtful, I think, as like a breakup, like a romantic breakup, especially when that's your like person that you've always been with and knowing that it's just going to be like, damn, like I don't fuck with this person. But can I say this, though? I think... Yeah. It's a great storyline. I wish it would have happened maybe one or two seasons ago, and the reason why I say that is that being a TV snob that I am, um, you can play off of that and create different um, storylines. So, yeah. for example, you have to create a storyline out of that that people are going to attach to. So, if people really like this Condola character, they can make that the storyline going forward to where it's just like, 
okay, Molly's not around that much, but we fuck with Condola's character. Nobody likes and they don't, her, they, Nobody likes her, so they don't have a backup plan to yeah. the character. So let's say Molly and Issa fall out, Who's, then what? Do you, then what's the storyline next? And so she doesn't have a man. Exactly. So, so that, that's been my issue with Insecure. It's not about like what they're giving me in the moment. It's like, all right. You should be you should be setting things up that and that's the the magic of a great um, screenwriter is that you write shit that hits people currently but you're already playing seeds for future seasons yeah you know what I mean yeah and I hope that you know I think there's room for improvement and I think that of course they'll continue to grow so I've been I've been liking the last couple episodes I did see on Twitter like something really good there's a couple scenes. The scene with Lawrence and Condola from like a couple episodes ago when they're in the, in the kitchen. Yeah, Thanksgiving. That was a dope. I thought that like visually mm-hmm. they're both wearing black and white. You could see the divide. Like mm-hmm. there, was literal, there was literally that table between them. But the one from last week with Issa and Molly in the parking spot was like so. Because Issa was backing in. It was and a representation of what's going on in her friendship. And Molly like bullied her mm-hmm. out of that spot. And Issa's just like, oh, okay, like, oh, we'll circle around the block. And it was like, mm-hmm. that was their whole yeah. relationship yep. in a nutshell. Molly's a, a bitch. She, Molly's she's a, a bully. bitch. And she's yeah. trying to find a relationship. But what's going to end up happening is that relationship's not going to work out. And Because she's who she is. She's not going to change. But here, the thing that's going to happen is that it's like any friendship, you're going to have a falling out and then they'll end up linking back up. Mm hmm. So that's just what it is. This but is Issa good to has see. to grow and stand up for herself. Yeah, she does. You know, it's like somebody tweeted, like, we would have been there all day. Yeah. Like, nope. like you could go. Yeah. Like, this is my spot. Yeah. And that just shows the places where Issa needs to grow and needs mm. to stand up for herself and be like, nah, like, we could fight about it. That's fine. But you're not going to bully me out of something that's rightfully mine or just treat me any type of way. So I think I thought that was a great scene. Yeah. I wish there was more scenes like that. Yeah, just- and that's and that's why when they make those scenes, that's why I'm so hard on the show because that is what they should be. That's what they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. But they fuck with the low hanging fruit too much. Yeah, and that's the issue I have with it. So yeah. if they didn't have that potential, I'm like, I don't care. It's just Empire. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. But I know they have that potential. So um, since we're on talk of TV shows, I got to give a shout out to our person of the week, our TV character of the week, which is Rose from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Who is Amber's favorite TV character probably the last five years? Um, I'm a big no neck Ed guy, um, but she's been doing my girl Rose a little dirty, and Rose has been standing up for herself. Um, Yeah, man. Not to make it like this, but it it just goes back to you know I don't know this Ed dude from nobody, and clearly he has this issue, you know, physical issue or whatever. But I think that he's insecure, and I I feel he is though. I do, and I'll tell you why. People with insecure. He treats Rose like she's less than. She. He really does. He looks she's from a at third her. World country. Yes. that's what it is. Yes. They, they think people from and third I, world countries are dumb. And to me, that's an insecurity because at the end of the day, you're going after somebody, right? Who is from this third world country, who's poor, who you look at as less than. He's done nothing but insult her yeah. the entire time, and I feel like that's messed up. You it's know like what I'm saying? Not, and it's just like okay, like even with all your disadvantages, Ed. You're still a white man who's like kind of just like inflicting his, you know, power. Like, mm-hmm. and just like, oh, and I love the way because pe- he talks to her like she's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's just like she understands English and she 
even though she doesn't speak it well, she said what she felt. She's like, you embarrass, like you're embarrassing me, like you embarrassed me. She's not fucking stupid. He's like, uh, he be trying to talk to her with his hands, like, are you? I'm like this, and like I'm like, fam, she, <laughs> can you speak her language? No, that's what I'm saying. That's how dumb we are as Americans. But bro. it's that na- that's a that that's American- an American mindset. And I can't even sit there and say it's a white man mindset. It's just an American so mindset. American. That's true. That like we, very- we go everywhere. I went on vacation with my boys to DR in a way they just act towards people in that country as if it's like they're just like, not the woman, just the niggas, like they're beneath them. I'm like, nigga, I'm not talking to that nigga like that because that nigga might, just because I don't speak his language doesn't mean I'm smarter than him. How, that's what I'm saying. One has nothing America. to do with But that's what we other. think as Americans. So, you know, I didn't appreciate the way he's been treating her. So I was happy that she <laughs> verbalized. I didn't. I was happy that, because, like, she mentioned, like, she had a, a ulcer or something. And that's what she said her fucking breast. Thing. And it seemed, the way she said it, it seemed like he knew that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know so she was sick. He said, she said, you know me sick. Yeah. So she's saying that she's expressing that. Like, don't try to fucking play me. Like, you know certain things and you know we're on TV and you're still saying yeah. these things about me. And she, and I think the straw that broke the camel's back was the kid, <laughs> the kid thing, which was like, you know, I want another child and you came all the way out here and you made me take a, you want me to take a STD. All right, man. Get he off. Was, all right, relax. Nah, man. because I you're think. my nigga's neck right no, now and I don't appreciate it. Uh, Shout out to my nigga Ash too. Not? Oh, Amber, you did that. But you're the you're the nice one. Yo, Amber, yo, y'all don't even know Amber, fam. That's the funny oh shit about goodness. it. Oh my goodness! Speaking of TV, rest in peace to Miss Minnie. I can't believe. Oh my it. god, I was gonna say it earlier, man, but I didn't think the crowd wanted to care. But I don't give a fuck. That's my girl. No, Shout out we watch um, Little up, Women man. Atlanta. She won't be the same. And bro. I can't believe it. Honestly, it's not gonna be the same. If y'all to kill Miss Juicy, I swear to God. <laughs> Yo, y'all don't know, man, how much I love Miss Juicy. That's my girl. Like, I will catch a body for her. All right. Um, her and Jovita. That's two people I'm catching bodies for. No. The, the, the like. You want to tell great. them who my girl is? Jovita? They don't Jovita know Jovita. Moore? Oh, she's a, a news anchor here in Atlanta. But she's a lady of a certain age. Yeah, she's like, what do you, what do you say, 50? 50. Yeah. I think she might have. She, like, she just turned 50 and she's trying to find herself. You love Jovita. Cause she just be she don't deal with them motherfucker shits like them niggas be talking crazy there she be like no nah, this is my shit bro yeah she's from New York she actually uh so interned at the Amsterdam News which is crazy because yeah. so did I so I I just love her for that but um anywho there was another TV thing can we take a shot real quick yes we can another shot from our oh, sponsor no, I think that was it um hold on take the shot I got something to say okay. <laughs> um, I got nothing to say, man. Um, we need to catch up on the mass Singer, and oh, we can watch that you said this earlier. Huh, do you want to watch Mass Singer tonight? We want to watch Law and Order. I don't know, but that's what I was gonna say. We said this already, but Law and Order SVU, man, I might be the best show of all time. It's so good, even when it's not good. It's good. And just to say, guys, this is we didn't just discover this just now. We oh, watched no, it all the time. Oh no, we've been watching it like since we were kids. Yeah, but watching like just watching every episode. It's like a fucking movie. I'm every like, episode. It's always the same concept, but somehow, some way, they make it so different every time. How? Guys, it's the only thing guys, that I will stop when I'm doing an awesome and watch. I could be in the middle of doing anything. I could be mad. I could be having an issue. 
and the law ordered, you know, heinous crimes or by a special unit. And I see something, I'm like, hold on, let me pay attention for a little bit. And they got me hooked. Once I see the first opening scene where the girl gets, like, raped and left in the alley and lives already, like, two hours away, but she gets, like, a spider sense and, like, she just fucking comes back to New York and Ice-T does his thing. I'm hooked, man. It's so Best good. Best show of all time. On 21, 20, 21 years. 21 seasons, seasons, fam. The show's been on since 1999. It's been doing its thing. Yeah. Um yeah, shout out to Dick Wolf, the creator, because... <laughs> shout out to Dick Wolf. Because did he knew, know what he had on his hands? No, it's it's, fun, it's not funny, but it's just funny that you said shout... It's just funny you said shout out to Dick Wolf. I mean, because he did Criminal Intent, he did the regular one, but this shit, like, this, this shit, shit was done. He knocked this shit off the fucking park. Hey, man. Like, this this joint... This is, shit ain't never going to I don't know if it's man. ever going to... Nah. The day that they tell me... Law and Order canceled? That got to be a day Mariska Hargitree passes away her whole career is based on this show she'd be producing the shows now the episodes yeah i know it's amazing so we love law and order svu i'm about to get a cameo i want to i want to <laughs> y'all know what cameo is <laughs> yo. yo if y'all have any free time drink have some drinks and go on cameo the app or dot com and start searching for all the celebrities that be doing free promo videos for like 20 dollars fam like there'll be people that you probably haven't heard of in years that are doing like cameo videos for niggas, bro. This shit is in, it's sad, honestly, but oh, it's it, it's that. entertaining. It's entertaining, man. But um, yeah, shout out to Lorna at SVU. Shout out to um, I want to watch like a Stabler episode. It's been a long time. Uh, you like that abusive ass nigga? No, it's just he's damaged. <laughs> um, one of my friends from high school and college uh, posted a video on her story of her watching Lorna at SVU, and it was. Uh, at our high school, and they used to shoot at Manhattan Center a lot. So mm. shout out to Manhattan Center. Law and Order SB used to stay shooting in and around the high school all cool. the time. So right. fun fact. All right. Um, great episode. Yeah. Yeah. High five. So are we still gonna do the things we said we were gonna do each episode, like post the battles? All that good stuff. Yeah, you we be bullshitting. Nah, we be bullshitting. You, nigga, I'm a good man. You said you were gonna post that last time. Uh, hey, hey, guess what, guys? No, it's ain't my no. Fault. Uh, uh, all right, guys. Great episode. Yo, you need to help out, man. Be a better partner, man. What? <laughs> help us out, man. Is this therapy now? No, nah, they need you. They like you, dog. They don't like me. When you do shit, people they like love it. You. Amber told me earlier. I said, "Yeah, Amber, rate yourself on a one scale, of one to ten. She said, "I'm a nine. I said, "Word." She's like, "Yeah," because everybody just thinks I'm the shit. I was like, "Wow." No, this never. You didn't happened. say you think you were nine. This never. You never happened. said you thought you were a nine, though. This never happened. Say, you, put your hand Damn. up. Damn, Michael Bryant, we are closing this. Uh, I'm what are you though? Let me ask you though, because I think you're. I think you're a ten. I appreciate that, honey. I'm no, keep... honestly, I think you're a nine. Okay. I can't give you a 10 because I know you're going to keep working. I want you to keep always working to your perfection. I don't think I'm a 10, so no, I appreciate your honesty. Nobody's a 10. No, I'm going to be a 10. Once the um, once this P90X has finished having its way with me, yeah. huh, I'm going to be All a right. 10. All right, guys. Well, um, that's it for our I'll episode tonight. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace.